Yetta, is it time to stop yet? No. Maybe it's time for a little pause, though. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. We're excited to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. I'm Ken Decker. And today... We have the special privilege of having Jules Caldwell with us, which is going to be an interesting conversation for all you all. And so we're excited because we get to create techniques, thoughts, tips, and tools that we all need. We all deserve you, I, everyone. So we get to turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we live the best life possible. Mm -hmm. Right? So good. And this time we're going to consider that we have an inner voice. We probably have more than inner voice that speaks to us. And which one you listen to changes everything. It does. And you know what? I was listening to your voice and and you are turning country on me. Maybe it's because Julie's here today. But you said all you all. All you all. <laughs> I, know, I loved where, it. Where, I know it. Where did yeah. that come from? Awesome. Jules is here. And Jules is the country jewel. And so from Country Jewel Retreats. And so this conversation is a real estate conversation, interestingly enough. And Mm -hmm. yet it's about listening to the voice because Jules is about listening to the inner voice. And then we started exploring, yeah, but there are more than one of them going on. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we listen to the wrong one, we get in trouble. Yes. So Ken, you're going to explain. There's a story of an indigenous person who was teaching his grandson. And he said to his grandson, there are two wolves that live within you. One is a a bad wolf and one is a good wolf. Um, And those wolves, the bad wolf will basically destroy you, make you do the wrong things, have you not feel good about yourself, not feel good about others and really tear you down. And then the other wolf, right? Mm -hmm. The good wolf is the one that speaks life and is full of enjoyment and and, uh, blessings and talks about what's what's the good things I can do in life? How can I impact somebody's life for the good? And the little boy said, oh my goodness, these two wolves are fighting inside me. And the grandfather said, yes, they always fight inside your head. They're in your body. They're fighting. And the little boy said, well, which wolf wins? And grandfather said, whichever one you feed. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And the good wolf or the wolf that supports you, I think, is the voice of intuition, Mm -hmm. right? Like that inner knowing. And that's what really you speak to, right, Jules? Absolutely. And in 2021, you were leaving a home that you loved at the when you bought it, mm-hmm. it was the right home, and we'll yep. unpack that in a few minutes or in a little bit. And in 2021, it was time to move to another house. But it was not a fun journey finding a home. No. Right? No. And so talk to me about how the two wolves battled or raged within you. Yeah. Tell yeah. me about that. Well, so, you know, there was, this was back in 2021. And mm-hmm. listening to that still small voice inside, I knew it was time for me and my kids to find um, the next home for where our journey was going to take us. And so we started, you know, looking at homes. And it was the crazy time during COVID when, 
you know, you really didn't have time to think about what you wanted to do because oh, things we were remember. moving so quickly. And uh, we looked at so many different houses and we were excited in the beginning. And I've always believed that buying a home is a really important investment. It's not a decision you take lightly. And so you do your homework and you do your inspections and you make sure that it's the right fit for what you and your family need. And there was no time to have those conversations, to do that due diligence in the way that you normally would in the market at that point in time. And so we rode the wave for a little bit. We put in offers on probably seven or eight different houses. But honestly, by the time we got to like the eighth offer, I had had enough. And so this negative wolf in my mind was like, enough. I'm tired. Stop it. Like, I cannot do this anymore. I will stay stuck where I am. Our family will stay where it is. And, you know, we'll just make do with what we have. Uh, so I did a little bit of a stop. And mm -hmm. I intended to not look again because I was like, enough, I can't do this anymore. Um, but then I decided to turn it into a pause. And I thought, you know what? When the right house is ready for me, it will show itself. And so I took a break for probably close to a month and a half, two months, and just happened to one day take a look, you know, on the real estate site and found one in an area that's nowhere near where I was originally looking. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. So, mm -hmm. you know, went to take a look at it. But as I headed out the door, uh, you know, got a call to say, hey, there's an offer on the house. Do you still want to look at it? And I was like, oh, here we go again. And the negative voice. And I was, but there was a part of me that was like, no you know what? I'm already at the door. Let's go take a look at it. Good choice, Jules. I know, right? Right? Yeah. Phenomenal choice. It was great. And so I got there and it was as I walked around the house, because of course they're quick, the appointments at the time were like 15, 20 minutes at most. So, you know, it's a, not a lot of time to make a big decision. And I'm like, oh, I love this house. And I, I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's put in an offer. But I had to go home and teach that night. <laughs> so it was like, okay, we'll put in an offer. I gave the information that I needed to put in, you know, to do the paperwork, took a couple breaks during my teaching to sign the papers. And by the end of my class, I owned a house, <laughs> right? But if I had given up, if I had stopped, I would never have had the opportunity to have the house I have now. And honestly, it is the perfect house for me and my kids for this place in our life. And I'm so mm. grateful for that. That's an interesting thing because you said there's timing for the place that you want to live in. Like yeah. it changes based on your your situation, your family dynamics, the age of children, all yeah. kinds of things. Right? Absolutely. And uh, all of the houses, because I've had several houses, they've all had a time and a place in our life. Mm -hmm. We have memories that go with them and we all always knew when it was time to move to the next one. That's interesting because that would be that inner voice as well, right? That Because there's comfort and security in staying where you are. Yes. And there's discomfort yes. in moving and making that leap. But there's got to be a point where the voice says, no, it's time. Yeah. And that's that was what was speaking to not just me, but to my kids as well. We knew it was time. We always loved being in the country. And so that was what we were looking for was our, our country home for the next phase of our life together. Okay. So yeah. I think what we're encouraging you to do is pick up the story that Jules is sharing and bring it towards yourself and go, what is it that I'm hearing in my voice that even if there's difficulty in making the decision I know to make, is it just a pause to recalibrate, re 
set basically sitting in gratitude in the moment because if she hadn't seen the other houses, if she hadn't lost out on the other houses, it would have been harder to make the right decision when the time came and make it as quickly as was required. So think about that for yourself, listening to those voices. Yes, we know which one wins, the one we feed. So we still need to tune in Mm -hmm. to our inner voice, but not the inner voice that tells us we're lousy. That one we don't need to listen to. We need to let our, the other one talk to us really. Okay. So I've got a question. Uh Oh, here we go. So you put offers in on how many houses before you got this one? Like eight houses, eight houses. And then you got this one. Yeah. If you, if you could have bought any one of the nine, which one would you have bought? Mm, there was another one prior to this one that I really, really, really wanted. Mm-hmm. And I, it was the one that made me stop when it didn't happen. Okay. And so I went, you know, sort of did a deep dive and like, okay, for whatever reason, this is not happening. And I mm-hmm. went back to the list of things that I had of uh, what do I want and what do I need in my house? And okay. I was like, okay. I'm just going to give it up and I'm going to wait for the one that comes. And so at the end of the day, I'm grateful for the offer I made on this one. It is literally the perfect house for us and our family. Excellent. So I guess the question is, is what dream do you have that maybe you need to press pause on Mm -hmm. rather than a period or a complete stop? We're glad that we can help position you to build wealth wisely because it's much more than just about money. Hey, Yetta, how happy can a guy get to be? As happy as he is thankful. And we are thankful that we've created for you free access to over 587 Life's Inside Track episodes, where we share insider tips, making house home, how to get the most out of your space. And the great news is you get access to them from home, from the office, or on the go. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, get on it. It's time to make it happen. And so what we're going to explore this time is when we're grateful, even in the midst of challenges, even in the midst of difficulty, actually possibilities open up that we couldn't otherwise access. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we can be grateful. We can be ungrateful, right? And then that kind of forces the negativity up. It bubbles up like crude oil. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> Negativity is just gross. So, talk to me about uh, Julie when something negative happened on this dream home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the perfect place. Yep. And then it didn't stay perfect indefinitely. Yeah. Well, as we talked about in the last segment, I had just purchased what was the the perfect home for me and my kids at this stage in our life, and uh, actually just a couple of months ago. So we've been there for about a year and a half. Uh, my son came up to me one morning and he said, mom, there's water in the basement. And I thought, oh my. <laughs> oh, yeah. and you didn't buy a house with an indoor pool. Either, no, there, were, <laughs> there was no indoor pool. That would have been lovely, but not this kind of indoor pool. And mm-hmm. so at the end of the day, I had foundation issues and I called in um, a company to come and give me a bit of an estimate. And it was a big estimate. And I was like, oof, gulp. And 
I started to allow myself to feel a little bit of panic, a little bit of overwhelm mm-hmm. about the fact that one, I had this foundation issue and, you know, as a single mom and living on my own with my kids, it's kind of like, oh gosh, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I decided to stop and ask for help, mm. <laughs> which was a neat concept because so, so I was how, overwhelmed by that. Let me talk to you about that. How long did you let the negative voice like were you were you beating yourself up was there was there something you were saying about oh i should never have done this or what what was going on in your mindset at the time actually i love that question because no as i reflect on it not once did i say oh my god this house i should never have bought this house if anything i was like i know this is the right house for us it's perfect for what we need and when we first put the offer in, in the house, the curb appeal outside was not what I wanted it to be, but I knew there was potential for it. And so my goal this year was to have redone the gardens out front. I'm not very good at keeping plants alive. So I was going to make them very simple. And that was, that was my task Artificial for the summer. Works. Yes. <laughs> well, don't encourage me, Ken. Don't <laughs> encourage me. Um, and so all of a sudden that plan changed. And well, the flowers are no longer there <laughs> because I really had to rip up the front yard. But at the end of the day, I saw it as an opportunity, not as a challenge, not as a problem. It was an opportunity to improve the curb appeal of my house. And I know at the end of the day, you know, when I made the offer, I wasn't prepared to spend more than I knew the house was worth or what it would be worth in the future when I might be ready to sell it down the road. Um, And curb appeal is always something that's important. And so I saw this as an opportunity for an investment into my home to improve the curb appeal. And I'm working on putting in a beautiful new deck, redoing the front yard and just having a place that when I pull into the driveway, I'm like, yeah, this is my place. So your foundation issue was in the front? It was in the front. Not in the back? Not in the back. Which was already okay? It was already great. Yep. (laughs) It was great. And so I want you to listen and sort of tune into the thought here because Jules could have spent, and maybe you like me, on occasion have gone down the dark path gone down the hard path and questioned your decision. So if she hadn't sat in gratitude for having found the right place, but rather let that other voice take over, it would have been a very different conversation, right? Mm -hmm. It would have been a conversation of what on earth was I doing? What was I thinking? This was really beyond my means anyway, whatever thought that comes up for you. So just recognize it's actually a choice Mm -hmm. to whether we choose to sit in gratitude, even in the difficulty, Mm -hmm. even in the tough stuff. Mm -hmm. Do we stay there or do we really let our um, imagination run amok in a negative way? Yeah, because you might sit there and go, okay, I don't have the money for a big expensive Mm -hmm. repair. Mm-hmm. And I can't leave it because moisture in the basement creates mold, and then the yeah. whole house is not going to be livable. Yeah, right. And so, then worthless, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got to yeah. protect your your, yeah. your assets. So yeah. Then you go into problem solving mode, right? Yeah. Now, Yetta, you read a book recently about looking for the silver lining, or what's this good for? And I love that's what you said, Julie. As you said, well, I wanted to change the front curb appeal, anyways. Now I'm ripping everything out. <laughs> I've just expedited the timeline. <laughs> I get to start from fresh because yeah. there's a big gaping hole yeah. where they dug up the whole front of the yard. I had yard, no right? front yard. <laughs> I had no front yard. I you know, was able to expand the parking area in the front. Not quite finished yet, but we'll have an expanded parking area in the front. I'll have a beautiful deck across the whole front of the house. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it was thanks to my community because I wasn't afraid to ask for help with, I've got amazing neighbors and between my son and his friends and our neighbors, they came, did the work for me. And it was a fraction, like less than a quarter of the cost of what I was originally quoted. And I've got this beautiful home, a great community of people that I can, you know, uh, come together with and, and just now celebrate, um, the new patio that I have and enjoy the beautiful weather we're having. Mm. That's so good. So you, so it, that's that's so powerful because many times I know I don't want to ask for help. Mm. I don't want to go to my neighbor and say, hey, can you help me do this or something? I've, I've got this independent muscle that's overworked <laughs> and it actually separates me from my community. I remember a friend of mine, once I was doing something and and I told him afterward, like I'd worked all day to get this thing done. And he said, well, as a friend, I'm offended that you didn't call me because mm. we didn't have the time. We didn't have the opportunity to work shoulder to shoulder together. And I would have loved to have done that. Mm -hmm. And that builds that community, right? I literally, uh, I've never done this before, but um, I've gotten to know my neighbors quite well. And I reached out to one of them and I sent a text and I said, I am not one who is comfortable asking for help. I always, you know, um, struggle with that. And I said, but I'm asking you for help. I have a problem. I've received, you know, a, a quote that feels like a lot and overwhelming for me. Um, what can I do? And next thing I know, he rallied everybody in the community, including my son, who'd never done anything like this before. So it was a great learning opportunity for him mm -hmm. to figure mm -hmm. out, you know, how to deal with foundation issues. And he's been working on digging holes with uh, post hole diggers and uh, sauna tubes and cement and all of that fun stuff. And so, again, you know, if I hadn't have been vulnerable, asked mm -hmm. for help. Um, I would not be where I'm at right now dealing with what I, I am. And I'm just, I am, I'm truly grateful for my foundation leaking. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. That's and if you had asked sounds. yourself, what's it good for? Yeah. You know, and sometimes in the midst, we can't do it. Like yeah. in the midst of the ick, it's hard to say, what's this yeah. good for? Often the, it's in arrears, yeah. but I love that you were able to get to what's this good for and how can I move yeah. it? Because that's where possibilities come from. Mm -hmm. Yep. There are no possibilities yeah. otherwise. So, yeah. So we want to invite you to be part of our community yeah. here at the Decker team. And all you have to do is send an email to us at together at deckerteam.com and just say, I want to be part of your community. And we will reach out to you. Now, Julie, you've got a little quote here for us. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, without gratitude, a home uh, is just a house, yeah. four walls. Yeah. So together, we are sharing options so that wisdom will flow for you. Mm -hmm. Yet I'm really grateful to be sitting here and being in the situation we're in. And it doesn't mean you have to stay there. We're excited that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, selling, buying, and investing in real estate 300 or actually 3,117 times and been able to build your faith build your finances, build your fun, your friendship, and even strengthen, heal, and flourish inside relationships. So really 30 years of building your life, your home, your wealth, and your business. What we're going to discover is the value of being done, like done with the status quo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I actually sat on a session with John Maxwell and another pastor, and I forget the name of the pastor. Bill Hybels? Yes, I Andy, think it was okay. Bill Hybels. 
and he talked about a healthy dissidence. Mm -hmm. And a healthy dissidence basically means where you are is okay, and yet you need to turn it into almost it's not okay to get into action to move to your next possibility. So there's a healthy dissidence. It doesn't, for instance, in Yetas and my relationship, mm -hmm. we have a fantastic marriage. And yet there's times where you or I will have a dissidence around, we think it could be even mm -hmm. better. So today we're going to talk to Julie Caldwell about healthy dissonance in the home that you're in. And at mm -hmm. what point you listen to that voice mm -hmm. and what point you go, shut up, I'm where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> Because it's all about listening to the correct voice, right? The one yeah. that, and it's not the one that's the loudest, because no. the one that's the loudest is just the one that we let run amok sometimes. Yeah. The one not we fed. The one we fed, right? The one that we leaned into yeah. versus it being the right voice. Sometimes I have, and maybe you have too, convinced yourself that the louder voice is the right voice. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the case. Sometimes it's the quiet, still voice to yeah. the point you've built a whole business around it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So talk a little bit about the different homes you've been in mm -hmm. and sort of why, even though you were content, yeah, you were grateful, you were thrilled to be there, but there was this growing sense that maybe now is not the time to stay here. Mm -hmm. How do you do both? Yeah. Well, so if I reflect back on about five years ago, uh, maybe six years ago, uh, at the time I was married and my husband and I had just purchased a home out in the country and, you know, I'm a country girl at heart. And so I was super excited about it, by it. My kids were excited. You know, we thought it was going to be our forever home. And unfortunately, things didn't work out that way. And it came to a place where, uh, you know, my husband and I separated and I loved this home. But there was a point where I was like, it's not worth staying here. I couldn't afford to stay there on my own. And I knew I needed to make a decision um, to move. Um, and so mm -hmm. I wanted a place where my kids felt safe, where they felt comfortable, yeah. where they could, you know, access transportation, get to their friends, all of that kind of thing. And so by listening to that sort of still small voice, but what do I do in a situation that's not comfortable, that can be really difficult? Um, I just heard, you know, you got to go to town. And so that's, you know, we worked together and you guys helped me find a beautiful town home uh, in South End, Ottawa. And it was perfect for my kids and for myself. And as a matter of fact, we called it our healing home because there are some times in our life where we just need to have a place that feels safe feels comfortable and feels like we can just be ourselves in it. And that's what we did in this healing home for about four years. And it was during that period in this home where, you know, everything was in great condition in the house. We were in a great neighborhood. Our kids were in a good place with school and their friends that we began to just put our lives back together and where we began to rediscover who we were and what we wanted from life. And then that voice started speaking to me again just a couple of years ago and to the kids as well. And it wasn't just me. It was like all of us. And so the three of us sat down one day and we're like, I think it's time for us to find our next place. And that led us to going on this house hunt that we talked about in a previous segment mm -hmm. and, and the current home that I'm in right now. And, you know, it's the perfect place for where I'm at. And it's a country home. And it's just, you know, I... I I turn the corner, I come into the country, I pull in my driveway and there's like this 
I'm exactly <laughs> where I'm supposed to be at this point in my life. Yeah. And so there's this journey that we go through when we're looking for our homes and there are times when it's time to move on from them. Mm. And I see that in some of your social media posts, like you have a picture of the fire pit in the yeah. backyard. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, got my trailer set up back there and I got the fire pit. I didn't plan on having a pool, but there's an above ground pool and I've learned how to take care of it. And, uh, you know, I've got horses, you know, in the field next to me and it's just, you know, the dogs can run around. The kids love the space and Mackenzie's taken over the garage and, you know, he's in, a, he, we're just in this really happy space. And your pickup truck looks great. It in looks awesome way, doesn't it? there. I fit in <laughs> Way better well. than in the townhouse. Absolutely. It, I mean, I was excited for you when you got the pickup truck. Yeah. It didn't really fit. The, no, it took the, my entire driveway. Yeah. It was so hard to drive around in town. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. So tough. there had to be a place where you sat in contentment in the home and gratitude for the home you'd been yes, in. Absolutely. And yet it's like, is it for the next season? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so maybe you're asking yourself, is this for the next season or was it for my past season? Mm -hmm. Is there a growing sense that the status quo of what I've gotten used to and comfortable with is no longer the best thing for me? Mm -hmm. There's this dissidence that's growing within you to go, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And I'm still grateful for the journey yeah. I've been on. Yeah. And I'm ready for the next. Yeah. And you had your children to, you know, bounce that off of yeah. and talk with. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you may not, you might be too close to the to the issue and you don't know which voice to be listening to. That's when it'd be a great time to give us a call for a clarity call, wouldn't it? Like just a phone call, 15 mm -hmm. minutes or so on the phone. And then we can discuss whether it's, it's wise that we dig deeper into this or or you might just talk it through with us and you go, oh, you know what? I'm good where I am. Either way, it's great. We had a good conversation and you've gotten to connect with us and be part of our community a little bit. Well, and we just had some, but we have a lot of clients that do this and potential clients and we'll even potentially set up an initial search to give you a feel. And then we just had one, one couple just like yesterday say, you know what? We've done the exploring. We thank you for the clarity. We thought maybe this was the time, but based on what's available, we are better to stay with where we are than try and force a change that we really don't need. Mm. We are content here and we are better to stay where we are. So it's not always that we get the same answer. We do the explorations, we can get the right answer for you. Mm -hmm. Now, Jules, I've called you Jules, I've called you mm -hmm. Julie. Mm -hmm. um, where did Jules come from? Oh, your beautiful wife actually started <laughs> that. And I have to admit, I didn't like it at first. And part of my journey through these three different houses I've had in the last little while has been coming to a place where I learned to love myself and being really clear on my identity. Mm -hmm. And um, once I moved to the country, I started reflecting even more because, of course, Yetta, as magnetic as she is, got everybody calling me Jules. Uh, and so <laughs> it hit you. And, and but I, didn't, I didn't see that. Though. I know. I, I didn't get see it. it. Right. And yeah. it wasn't you didn't until. You did see the jewel that you no, are. No, not at all. Right. I didn't feel like a jewel because we were going through a pretty heavy yeah. situation, right? Mm -hmm. My marriage was ending and our life was an upheaval. And yeah. so in the healing home, I had a lot of opportunity to grieve and to um, reflect on who I was and what I wanted from life. Mm -hmm. And taking that step, well, the pickup truck was the first step to becoming who I am. So the country right. girl in me. Um, and then once we moved to the, the new place where we are right now, uh, I was sitting on my back patio one day and I realized I'm in the country 
and I, you know, Jewel, you had to, I had just had a conversation yeah. with you, I think, yet, and so it was percolating on the name. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm a country jewel. Yes, you are. So you started countryjewel.ca. Yeah. yeah. And we're just delighted and grateful that you've joined us on the Life's Inside Track because when we all grow together, we've got this. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.